Welcome to Saturdays in the Spirit. As a local church, Frontier Church is committed to five spiritual practices that together form the way of Jesus. Scripture, solitude, Sabbath, self-denial, and the seasons. Saturdays in the Spirit exist to help us put solitude into practice. And the point of Saturdays in the Spirit isn't Saturdays. The point is ultimately to live out Sundays through Saturdays in the Spirit. So think of this as your intro course to solitude. Tonight we're continuing to meditate on the book of Habakkuk, and as you transition into prayer, simply take a moment to recall where we are in the book of Habakkuk. We're in the middle of an argument between Habakkuk and God. Habakkuk is standing on his watchtower, waiting to hear from God, and it's precisely in this moment that God reveals to Habakkuk his sovereign plan. He plans to sovereignly use Babylon to discipline Judah, and then he plans to sovereignly pour out his wrath on Babylon after he accomplishes his purposes. So it's impossible to walk away from this chapter without a massive view of God's sovereignty. God uses entire nations of people to accomplish his own purposes. He moves them with his hand and they move. He sweeps them to the right and they go to the right. He sweeps them to the left and they go to the left. He is in total and complete control. And the biblical word for this is sovereignty. Sovereignty simply means that God is in complete control that he has total authority over what happens in the universe, and that he is present everywhere at all times. So God's sovereignty in review refers to his control, authority, and presence. And as we transition into prayer tonight, simply meditate on this attribute of God. Think upon the rich truth that God is in total control over the exact patterns of every planet in the solar system. (laughs) He has total authority over the ebb and flow of your own willpower. He is present to bring his control, to bring his authority, to bear upon every moment of your life, waking or sleeping. Meditate on this. Is this the God that you worship?
Jesus in the New Testament affirms this attribute of God's sovereignty. In Matthew, Jesus tells his disciples, Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? And not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. But even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. In other words, no little sparrow that never is sighted by a human being ever falls outside of the control and will of the Father. Jesus so badly wants his disciples to understand this theological truth that he pushes this truth into the smallest unit of measurement in your life. So he continues by telling his disciples that even the hairs, it's a small unit of measurement, even the hairs of your head are in the sight of God the Father. How can we not be comforted by this truth about our God? Is there any area in your life that feels like it's outside of God's control? Is there a hair on your head that you feel turned gray without God's permission? Well, in this moment right now, simply ask the Holy Spirit to bring the comfort of God's sovereignty to bear on a specific situation in your life. What pocket of your life needs the comfort of God's sovereignty?
In Isaiah 45, God says, quote, I form light and create darkness. I make well-being and create calamity. I am the Lord who does all these things. How humbling is this? As modern believers, we, we have the tendency to see ourselves as the masters of our own fate and the captains of our own destiny. If we get a gold medal in a sport, it's because we earned it. If we get a good job, it's because we earned it. If we're Christians, it's because we have strong enough morals to make the right decision. But God in Isaiah says, no, you're not. You're a Christian because I chose to make you a new creation. He says, I make well-being and create calamity. And we might even imagine him saying, I make well-being and create calamity and create Christians. If you allow the truth of God's sovereignty to humble you as a believer, is it just academic jargon for you to drop in conversation to turn the attention onto you? Or how would your humility actually be deepened if you truly credited God's sovereignty for every ounce of your personal holiness, what area of your life needs to be humbled by the knowledge of God's sovereignty in this moment?
even in Paul's massive praise in Ephesians chapter 1, Paul says, quote, In love he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will. So Paul sees God's sovereignty over our salvation as something that like that that causes him not to argue with people or to be puffed up with pride because of his knowledge. Paul sees God's sovereignty over his own salvation as something to praise God for. And when you think of God's control, his authority, his presence, is your response worship? In fact, what if you worshiped God for his sovereignty right now in this moment? Amen. Church, obviously, if you didn't catch on to it by now, tomorrow morning we're exploring the doctrine of God's sovereignty in the book of Habakkuk. So buckle up and prepare for that. I hope that Saturdays in the Spirit was helpful for you tonight. But remember that this is simply your intro course to solitude. It's the intro course. Take time tonight to schedule out solitude for this coming week and then to fight for it and guard it even while your week gets busier and busier and busier with more obligations. If you're married or if you have kids, you might want to ask your spouse to watch the kids for an hour or two this coming week so that you can go simply be in the presence of Jesus and be transformed. You, uh, you, you don't need a monastery to practice solitude. There are tons of places to practice solitude in Des Moines, places like your favorite coffee shop, your favorite place in nature, a quiet corner even in your own home, a walking trail. But when you leave everything behind besides Jesus 
anywhere in Des Moines can be transformed into a place of rich solitude. Schedule it. Fight for it. Guard it. And I can't wait to see you tomorrow morning at church. Love you guys.